This is from the Revival Podcast. Today, we're starting a series called, What Time Is It? Our topic for today is, The Creme de la Creme of John's Time. Today, we'll be going through Luke 3, verse 1 to 2. In that verse, it says that Herod, along with his brother Philip, in John's time, there were many great people. There was the high priest, and there was Caiaphas. There were many priests in John's time, but it pleased God to go to John, a man who was, so to say, a hermit, somebody who did not communicate with people. He lived in the wilderness, yet it pleased God to go and use John. God did not go to all the people around John. God did not go to the priests or to the Sadducees, to the Pharisees, to the kings. He did not go to Caesar, no. God went to John. However lowly John was, John was a person who God picked. The others were passed by. Why? Because they did not fit the criteria that God set. There was a criteria that God set that the person that I need to do this has to be so, so and so. Ask God not to pass you by. Ladies, all of those who are listening to this, beg God that he will not pass you by. Even if many people around you are greater, ask God that he will help you. You will be the one that God will use. Do not despise yourself just because you are not as great as someone else. If God used a person like John, then he can use a person like you. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Thank you, Father God, for this privilege, Lord. Thank you for the year 2019. How can we ever thank you enough for bringing us into this beautiful year and into what you want to do? As we go through this series in this new year, please charge our hearts, engage our hearts, give us a focus, give us a vision, even for the year 2019. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Happy New Year to you and welcome to the year 2019. It is a great privilege that you and I are amongst those who are still on this side of eternity. And I guess it is an opportunity for you and for me to make right even our ways, to make right even aspects of our work with God that are yet not what they ought to be. I believe the series we'll be going through is just apt for this beginning of the year. And it is my prayer that God will give you a focus even for this year. We are starting this series tagged, What Time Is It? You know, the Bible spoke of the sons of Issachar in 1 Chronicles 12.32 that they understood the time. They understood the time and they knew what Israel should do. So in this series, as you enter 2019, it is the desire of God to see you understand what time is it, what time you are in as a woman, so that you can invest your life, you can invest your womanhood into the plan and into the purpose of God at such a time as this. You can contact us, visit us on our website, www oakofrighteousness.co.uk go on our contact us page our numbers our emails to reach us everything is there if you have any question prayer request whatsoever just feel free to go through 
our website so let's get into this new series i am believing god that as we go through this one week series the lord himself will engrave something of himself in your heart what time is it we all use our wristwatches don't we we all have clocks in our houses in our rooms our bedrooms our living room when you look at the time and i see god saying woman what time is it do you know what time you are in and we will be settling in this series in the book of luke chapter 3 verses 1 to 17. it is a chapter that has been a huge blessing to me and it is my prayer that as we look at this aspect together the lord himself will engrave whatsoever he wants to engrave in your heart so today we are focusing our hearts on the topic the creme de la creme of john's time we are looking at what time is it and we are considering today the creme de la creme of john's time the power that be the great minds of john's time so let us go to the book of luke chapter 3 and we read verses 1 and 2. may i encourage you to grab your bible and let us read the word of God together. Luke chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. And I will be reading from the King James Version. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius. Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea. And Herod being tetrarch of Galilee. And his brother Philip tetrarch of Ituria. And of the region of Tranconitis and Lysanias, the tetrarch of Abilene, Annas and Caiaphas being the high priests, the word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. This is the word of the Lord, and it is my prayer that the Lord will engrave himself in your heart as we share a few thoughts together. These two verses that we have Red will be what we quickly consider even today as we look at the creme de la creme of John's time. It was a time that God wanted to move in the hearts of his people. Yet we must of necessity consider these names that we have read particularly from verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1 told us of those in power at that time remembering that Luke was a man of great detail. So Luke detailed down for us the names of each and everyone in power and what place they ruled over. So first we were told there was Tiberius Caesar who was in reign for the 15th year. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. So that was his 15th year of reigning. That was the 15th year of his tenure as the Caesar at that time. And then we have Pontius Pilate being the governor of Judea. And then Herod the Tetrarch of Galilee. So from these two verses we can see that Luke in his certainty report highlighted the regime that the event that was happening in the time of John happened. First, we noted that it was the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar's reign as emperor. And also that same verse 1 told us that Pontius Pilate was the governor of Judea. And also Herod 
was the tetrarch or the governor of Galilee. And Philip was the governor of Iteria and Trachonitis, while Lysania was the governor of Abilene. So Herod, Philip, and Lysania, these were brothers who were reigning at that time. Then, I am not actually very concerned, honestly, with this political power. But as we get into verse 2, we are introduced to two great people. The creme de la creme of the time of John the Baptist. So let us see. Annas and Caiaphas being the high priest. The word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. So Annas and Caiaphas were the high priest. So such was the political order and even the religion order of that time. For me, verse 2 really captured my attention. That in the midst of this regime, God was seeking to communicate. God was looking for someone to share his heart with. Yet, Annas, Caiaphas, who were the creme de la creme in the religion seat of that time, understood not what time it was. Understood not what God's will was. God's word jumped over these two great men and, you know, went all the way to the wilderness to seek for a John. And I think as we journey through this year, I want to challenge you to make this year a year of walking closer with God. It is not a year to pursue riches, to pursue gold, to pursue position. These things are good if they are furthering the kingdom of God. Tiberius Caesar, Herod, Philip, Lysania, and all of them, they were in power at that time. Just as we know of our own time, we have great presidents, great prime ministers, great governors of our states, our various countries, and what have you. Yet God is saying, how many of them understand what time is it? We have many leaders in Christendom today. But how many understand what time is it? I am saying that it is not about how long you have worked with God. It's how well have you worked with God. Annas and Caiaphas may have been quite older than John. They may have been in religion position for years ever before John came. Yet, they were mere figurehead. They do not understand what time it was as a wife in your home as a mother to your children as a colleague in that place of work what time is it do you know the mind of god for your life do you know why god has brought you into the year 2019 i am asking you what time is it we will come back next time to begin to see what God began to do with John the Baptist as the Lord introduced to John the Baptist the time that it was and I also believe this is the time that we also are in in our time may the Lord equip your heart to understand what time is it Amen
the day we got to the serious course, what time is it? Our topic for today is, time to receive Gonsler. Having come to the year 2019, our challenge for you in this year is for you to be ready to receive God's word. For John the Baptist, there were many creme de la creme in John the Baptist's time, like we saw last time. But they were not chosen. This was John, because John was ready to receive God's word. Sisters, be ready to receive God's word. Be ready that whether it is in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, when God comes to you, that you will be ready. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for what you are beginning to share with us even at the very beginning of this year. Give us ears to hear and hearts to respond to what you are sharing. Help us to arise to do. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for still joining us on Women in Revival podcast. It is a privilege to have you with us throughout this series. We started this series yesterday. What time is it? What time is it in this new year? What is it that heaven is intending your life to be? What time is it? So last time we saw the creme de la creme of John's time. The Annas, the Caiaphas, the Tiberius Caesar, the Emperor of John's time, the Herod, the Philip Lysanias of John's day. Despite these great minds, God bypassed them. And which is going to take us into what we want to look at today. Again, you can listen to our broadcast on our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk You can also download our own app, Women in Revival, on our website or on Google Play. And you can also listen to us on Podbean. If you download Podbean, search for Women in Revival. I, I believe God is beckoning on the female folk. God is seeking to open our eyes to see his plan, to see his will, to see his purpose, so that our womanhood is not a waste. If you want to contact us, just go on our contact us page on our website. Every information needed to contact us is made available. So let us go on today and discuss time to receive God's word. What time is it? It is time to receive God's word. Despite the situation of things in the time of John the Baptist. At this time, there was great political hierarchy and even the religion hierarchy. There was a desire for the consolation of Israel to come. There was a desire for the Messiah to come. People were looking right, left. Yet, there were men in power who seemed not understanding what the will of God is. So here we have now the need to receive the word of God. What time is it? Even as we journey through this year, 2019, it is time to receive God's word. For if you are not receiving God's word, what will you have to give to those within your household, to those within your workplace, to those within your church? 
So let us go again to the book of Luke chapter 3, verse 2. It is time to receive God's word. I will read verse 1 and verse 2 again. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip tetrarch of Eturia, and of the region of Tranconitis, and Lysanias, the tetrarch of Abilene, Annas and Caiaphas being the high priest. The word of God came unto John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. This is quite striking for me. So we saw the hierarchy of those in power at that time, of the la creme de la creme of John's time. We saw Annas and Caiaphas who were supposedly to be the custodian of the word of God. They were the high priests. I don't know how they had two high priests. They were the high priests at that time. And the Bible says, which is where I want us to focus our hearts on, despite Annas, despite Caiaphas, remember these are father-in-law and son-in-law. Despite both of them being the high priest at such a time, they have only maintained the political seat. The church at that time was more or less a political seat. So in the midst of that, that people are seeing Caiaphas as the high priest, in the midst of that, the Bible says the word of God. So I think for me, that is something to pause over. That is something to do sailor over pause and think the word of god came though these men were sitting there as a figure of the custodian of god's word yet the word of god did not come to them the scripture says the word of god came to john the son of zacharias in the wilderness even though john was not on their seat of the high priest yet god's word went all the way to seek for john in the midst of the political regime the political powers the creme de la creme of that time we can see that god wanted to communicate therefore the bible says god's word came to john the baptist god's word could not come to caiaphas not to Annas, because they were actually not seeking God's way. God's word jumped over, so to say, the two high priests, as they were there for the gain and not to serve God. They were doing the ceremonial aspects, but not in tune with God. So when God will speak, God went all the way to the wilderness to seek his own John the Baptist. God was not intimidated to go to the wilderness. He knew the address of his own and he knew how to reach his own. And I think it is also disheartening that some occupy the seat of high priest, yet they are not in tune with God. Even as we journey through this year, it is not enough to say I'm a Christian woman. Is God's word jumping over your head? Are you receiving God's word or are you very busy? I know it is possible to be very busy, even with women ministries, even with ministry in various forms. 
and yet never ever a recipient of God's word for your life that affects others. And I think for me concerning Caiaphas and Annas, it pained my heart that while on others God was calling, he passed Annas and Caiaphas by. So it is time to receive God's word. And for you and I, as we journey through 2019, my challenge to you is that you position yourself in a place where you can receive from God. Whether you are a pastor's wife, whether you are the women ministry leader, whatever position you are endowed with in the body of Christ. Don't let such position take you away from God's word. We are in a time of dire need. We are in a time when women are not listening to God's word, where women are not sitting down to hear God's word. Women are not sitting down to read God's word. Women are not seeking God's word. Women are seeking for microwavable word from God. Women are seeking for quick fix, short messages, you know, that they can get on the go. And it is in the midst of this that God is looking for that woman, just like he sought for his John the Baptist in the wilderness. And he came and whispered his will, his purpose, his counsel into the ears of his John the Baptist. Woman, are there activities, are there things you need to shed off? Are there things you need to put aside and engage God and let your ears be tuned? You know, I love that aim. Come thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. How many of our hearts, how many of our ears are not in tune with what God wants to do? God wants to speak to you concerning your children. But unfortunately, you are very busy. Some of you, your time took most of your life in the past year. Some of you have young girls that are joining through puberty. Some of you have teenage girls who are joining through the teenage years without the input of a mother. You are buying them material things. You are taking them out sometimes to McDonald's and what have you. But the motherly cancer, you don't have to give them. Do you know why? Because you yourself, you are not having time to hear from God who is the maker of your children and even yourself. God wanted to speak in the time of Annas and Caiaphas. God could not speak to them. God had to go and look for his John in the wilderness. Beloved, God wants to speak. It is time to receive God's word. God wants to help you regarding your matrimony. God wants to help you regarding your children. God wants to help you regarding your workplace. But how willing are you to settle down to hear God? And it is my prayer that God will not go to an outsider to communicate the solution to the issues in your husband's life, in your children's life to another person. I am praying that you will reposition yourself underneath God's grace, underneath God's mercy and receive God's word. It is time to receive God's word. And maybe you are a women ministry leader 
maybe you are a pastor's wife maybe you have gone from internet to internet from seminars to seminars from branches to branches to receive ideas to seek for ideas god says it is time to settle down with me even in your wilderness i want to whisper i want to speak women are seeking and i am also seeking for that woman whom i god will communicate my word unto you know before i close this broadcast i'm reminded of moses the pastor in the church in wilderness just as the book of acts chapter 7 tells us the bible says he received living oracles god wants to give you his living oracles they can only give to you if you are found listening seeking for him the bible says seek him and you will find him if there's any time that we are in as christian women in the body of christ it is high time that we settle on a one-on-one time with the lord that we settle to receive the word of god and i am praying that you will see this as a matter for your personal life to settle down to receive of him his word Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Two days ago, we started a series called what time is it our topic for today is time to give out god's word we will be seeing today that this new year that we have entered is the time to give out god's word maybe they're people neighbors you know people you meet on the street people in trouble give out god's word you have social media use your social media to give out the word of the lord it is time right now it is the time to give out god's word deborah shinobi will now take us further on this subject Father, I just thank you for all our listeners, Lord, thank you for the time that it is in your plan, in your purpose, in your way. When the Messiah was to be born, you had to look for Mary of Galilee and it was your word that you brought to her. It has become clear over and over again that when you want to break forth, when you want to do something spectacular with a life, with a place, what you always do first is to send forth your word. And you seem to be seeking for women who will be recipient of your holy word. Please, Lord, do this in our hearts, in our lives. There will be women that are sitting down at your feet. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you so much for Stay joining us on this short series, What Time Is It? We started by looking at the creme de la creme of John's time as we are taking this series from the book of Luke chapter 3, particularly between verse 1 and 17. So we saw the la creme de la creme of John's time. We saw Caesar, the various governors, Annas and Caiaphas, and we saw that God is not a respecter of persons. 
God bypassed these great minds and went all the way to the wilderness to look for a man amongst them who could bear his word, who had the ears to hear, and he communicated his heart with John. So we are going to take it off from there today. But may I just encourage you, if you have missed any episode, do go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our WIR podcast, then you can catch up from there. You can also get our podcast on our own app, Women in Revival app, which you can download on Google Play or download on our website. On our own page at the bottom, there is a link that allows you to download our app. You can also listen to us on Podbean. If you have Podbean or download Podbean, you can search for Women in Revival and then subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast, then you'll be able to get our regular podcast. So last time we were looking at what time is it? And we said it is time for us in this new year to receive God's word. There must be no point throughout this year when you are not receiving the word of God. You must receive God's word. It is time to receive God's word because we live at a very delicate time we are in a dire need women are in need and because women are in need god is seeking for his own daughters who will receive of him and dish out to women in their locality in their environment so today let us go quickly and see what time is it and i say it is time to give out god's word it is not only time to receive the word of God, but it is also the time to give out God's word. Whether you are a lay woman, whether you are an ordained minister or never ordained, whether you have been to seminary school or you haven't been to, God says that is not the prerequisite. The prerequisite for me to allow you to give out my word is that you also be a recipient of my word. So let us go again to the book of Luke chapter 3. And this time I think I will read from verse 2 to 6. Do you want to open your Bible as we read together? And it reads, Annas and Caiaphas being the high priest, the word of God came unto John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. And he came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Amen. So it is time to give out God's word. Despite Annas and Caiaphas being the high priest, the word of God eluded them and came to John in the wilderness. And John having received first from God. So we are seeing that you can't give out what you don't have. You cannot give out the word of God to the dying in our world if you yourself is not a daily recipient of God's word. 
So John having received the word of God while he was in the wilderness. The scripture says from verse 3 that John went into all the country about Jordan. He was preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Perhaps that was what he received from God. The baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Before the word of the Lord came to John, he wasn't going about doing this. But when the word of God came, then he had something to stand upon to reach others. I look at some of the things I'm doing today. They came as a result of the word of God that has come to me also. And honestly, I do say to ladies, there is no super Christian woman. It's how much you give to God that you get back. If you give God more of your time in the world, you will get more. If you give him less, you won't get much. And you will be lobbying about, looking for the word in season, the word of knowledge from there. Meanwhile, the word of God is locked up in your Bible, which you are not opening. So you'll be looking for the lacrem, the lacrem, whom themselves only prepare the message to preach. It is not affecting their own lives. So what happens to you? You become a prey. So God says, it is high time for women to receive my word so that they in turn can give it back. So I think verse 4 caught my eyes, to be honest. Verse 4 says, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah. So John going, preaching, prepare ye the way of the Lord. You know, prepare, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin was what was spoken ever before John came into the picture in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verses 3 to 5. And I want us to quickly go and read that. And it says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Are you saying? Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. This was that that was written concerning John ever before John came. So you imagine if John wasn't seeking God, if John wasn't devoted to the word of God, how would he have discovered God's word? The word of God came to John in the wilderness. John was to be a voice that cries. He was to cry in the wilderness. He was to cry repentance for the remissions of sin. And as John fulfilled his part in crying, what would happen? It says, every valley shall be filled. So as you receive God's word, as you receive the word of God for your life, not because you go and get your concordance and put many things together and, you know, do all sorts of research because you've got a conference where you are ministering or a meeting where you are speaking, but because it is just a daily, daily thing for you. And it is out of that daily time with the Lord that now you are now dishing out. So as you do that, as John received of God and went about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance, what will happen? The Bible says, every valley shall be filled. 
every mountain and hill shall be brought low. Every crooked way shall be made straight. Every rough way shall be made smooth. All flesh shall see God's salvation. Imagine, beloved, what God wants to see in the time of John the Baptist. And I tell you, this is what God wants to see in our time, in the lives of many women. There are valleys that need to be filled in the lives of women. There are mountains and hills that need to be brought low in women's life. There are imaginations in women's hearts that need to be brought up. There are crooked ways that need to be made straight. There are rough ways that need to be made smooth. All flesh needs to see God's salvation in the life of that woman in your workplace, in the life of that your neighbor. But how could this be if you are not receiving God's word? And if you are not giving out God's word? How many people have you shared this podcast with? When John went forth to preach this good news, what happened? This is what will begin to happen. For that was God's desire even at that time. So you just imagine what God desired to happen. And even though there were high priests on the seat, but they were not pursuing nor interested in what God was interested in. So God asked to seek for himself is John the Baptist. And it is my prayer that God will begin to raise you, raise me as is John the Baptist to the lives that are languishing in darkness, to lives of women that are filled with valleys, that are full of valleys, mountains, hills, you know, crooked ways, rough ways, that the Lord will send us forth as is John the Baptist. What time is it? It is time to receive the word of God and it is time to give out God's word. Women are seeking for solution. Women are on various social platforms looking for answers. Women are on pastor's wise forum seeking for solution. Women are asking questions secretly somewhere, somehow. Women are seeking for answers for their children, for their matrimony, for their health. If only God can find you. If only God can find me as a woman at his feet. Who is receiving from him and who is willing to give out? We will see many, many women liberated in this year 2019. Are you going to be amongst those women? I want to close this broadcast with the book of Psalm 68 verse 11. It's one of those scriptures that I love. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. I love it. It says, God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power and the warring women of zion deliver its message are you going to be amongst women in this year 2019 who will receive even the declared word of the gospel with power are you going to settle down at the feet of the lord as mary to daily receive verse upon verse chapter upon chapter from him so that you can go forth as a warring woman of Zion and deliver God's messages to our dying world. We will be looking very soon at the plight of women across the nations, across the globe, from various backgrounds, from various age groups. God says, 
I am seeking, I am looking for that woman who is willing to receive of me and to pass it on even to her generation. And I am praying that you will be amongst God's warring women who are fighting battle over the lives of other women as they share messages, as they share scriptures that the Lord has used to help their lives. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called What Time Is It? Our topic for today is time to consider the content of the word you give out. Have you ever sat down to consider the content of what you tell other people? Sisters, not only must you give out the word of the Lord, just as we learnt in yesterday's episode, but today we will see that we must consider that. We cannot just preach to people, we must consider it for our own lives. Start to live that life. Sit down, consider the word of the Lord, ponder on it, live it. I pray that God will help you. Deborah Shnabi will now take us further on this subject. Father, I just praise you, Lord, for all my sisters worldwide that are listening to this particular series in this new year. You do not want us to waste our lives pursuing shadows, pursuing that which does not last. Please speak again even as we continue this series with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you back to this series, What Time Is It? I trust that the Lord is speaking to your heart in a little way. We are saying God challenging our heart that we should make this year a year of getting the most out of his word so that we can give out, so that we can reach out. What we don't have, we can never give out honestly. So it is time to receive God's word. It is time to give out God's word. If you have missed any episode, you can go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk There you will find any series that you have missed or any episode that you have missed. And you can contact us, go on our contact us page on our website and contact us. You can still listen to us on our app, download Women in Revival on Google Play or on our website. Our app is on our website. You can download it or you can also listen to us on Podbean, Search for Women in Reviver and many other podcast platforms. Just Google up Women in Reviver and it might show you various platforms where you might be able to reach us. We are trusting God that very soon you will be listening to us on some radio channels around you. We are believing God. So believe God with us also. Amen. The message of the Lord Jesus must definitely go out to women. So, we started this series, What Time Is It? As we are journeying through this new year, I see God saying, journey through the year with 
a focus. Don't just wake up, eat, sleep, go to work, come back. No, no. Run through this year with a mission. Make the word of God one of your, actually, your highest priority. Sit down to receive God's word. I am very grateful to the Lord that you are going through this series with us. But may I say to you, if listening to our broadcast is not linking you up with God's word, then there is a problem. Our goal is not to gather women that keep coming back, keep coming back. Yes, I am grateful to the Lord that the podcast is affecting your heart. But I will be much, much more grateful if I begin to hear that our listeners are engaging God's word more than ever before now. That is success for me. If you are sitting down personally also to study the word for your life, oh, how grateful will I be? So it is time to settle down with God's word. So today we want to consider time to consider the content of the word you are giving out. Remember last time I read from the book of Psalms 68 verse 11 from the Passion Translation. And I think I will be starting from there also today. And it says, God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power. So what must be the content of the word you will be giving out? It is the gospel. That was what God declared in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 to the serpent. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. So God Almighty declares the word of the gospel. Every pages of the Bible links back to the Christ Jesus, to our Messiah. So the content of your gospel, of the word you will receive, that you will give out to others, must be Christ-centered. It must be Christ-focused. The content of what you are giving out. We live in the day where people are dishing out all sorts of junks. Many women in our churches, they are taking garbage in. And obviously, what do you expect when they need to gush out? It will be garbage out. What are you taking in? Where are you in your walk with God? As your Christian growth rally around those people teaching you, teaching you, teaching you. You are taught. You don't have the time to sit down and reflect upon the things you have been taught and dig deep like the Berean Christians. As your Christian life revolved around listening to podcasts upon podcasts and not sitting down to look at the issues that are addressed in the podcast. As your Christian growth revolved around watching a message on YouTube, various platforms, without sitting down to consider for your life, God says, things must change. You must of necessity receive the gospel that comes from the mouth of God in his word. So I want us to go to Luke chapter 3 and we read today verses 7 to 9 and we have some other couple of scriptures to read. Luke chapter 3 verses 7 to 9 says, Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him. Now this is referring again to John the Baptist. So it said to those who came, because having received the word from God, John the Baptist went forth to preach the same word. 
and then when they came for baptism let's see he said to them oh generation of vipers who have warned you to flee from the wrath to come verse 8 bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance and begin not to say within yourselves we have abraham to our father for i say unto you that god is able of these stones to raise up children unto abraham verse 9 and now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees every tree therefore which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire the content of the word that you received and that you will be given out so we are seeing the content of john's message john the baptist having received the word from god john went across the jordan preaching baptism of repentance for the remission of sins and as we now see in verse 7 john began to address those who came to him and now we want to see the content of what john said as the people came and i think before we even look at the content what what we want to think of is you imagine if john did not receive god's word and if john having received he did not give it out he did not go to give it out how would the people have heard and how would john have gone if god's word did not come to him so i am saying here that we live in a time where people are seeking people are hungry people are searching we are coming back tomorrow to talk about this as we round up even this series so john the baptist began to say to the people he says look you are a generation of viper that is you are hypocrites you are deceivers so the content of the gospel that you must share with those that come in contact with you must let them see their problem the problem of man is sin then john went forth and said who warned you to come from the right to come you know i am saying that these people definitely knew that there was a rot to come so they came to john so john told them their state and at the same time john told them what to do verse 8 bring forth fruit therefore worthy of repentance so john told them their state and he told them the solution sometimes you may have women that may come and talk about maybe the challenge regarding their children what is the solution it is the gospel the gospel appropriated to every aspect of life john said to them bring forth fruit that is worthy of repentance don't say you have abraham as your father say look god is able to bring children out of the stones so we see john telling them the need to bring forth fruit that the axis laid to hewn out every tree that did not bring forth fruit so the content of what you must share with people must be that that edifies them that will cause them to bring forth fruit of repentance it is right that we tell the ladies that we come in contact with their state and not only show them their state but also tell them the consequence of not changing and the need for them to change 
And I am praying that as we do this, God will help us. Uh, the book of Proverbs chapter 2 verse 4 says, If thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures. So what do I want to take from here? God's word is a treasure that you must seek out. It is a treasure within it is treasure that you must discover. The content that you must discover, that you must share, that you must give to that woman in your workplace who will come to you to discuss the situation of things in our matrimony. Must be this treasure, this holy word that has been preserved from ages to ages. Second John verse 9 to 10 says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. So the content of what you will receive and what you will give to people must be who? Christ Jesus. It must be the doctrine that is in Jesus. It's he who do not abide in the doctrine of Christ, in the teachings of Christ. We live in a time where people are teaching things that are not the doctrine of Christ. We gather women, we teach them how to make up. We teach them how to cut work. We teach them all sorts of things that are not congruent with God's word. God says no. 2019 must be a year with a difference. We must not gather women and begin to teach them doctrines that are like that of the Nicolaitans, doctrines of Jezebel, doctrines as to how they seduce other men in the church. God says no. We have teachings on mammon, how to gain money, how to start business and have more money and more money, how to get into the property ladder and what have you. God says, this is not the reason why I gave Christ. I gave Jesus as the propitiation for sin. So Christ must be the focus of what you will tell people. People from different religion backgrounds will come to you. So what must you tell them? It is Christ, the doctrine of the Lord Jesus. John said, if anyone come to you, not bringing the doctrine of Jesus, don't bid them goodbye actually. So the content of what you must receive, what you must give to others must be Christ and Christ alone. He is the express image of the invisible God. For if you are not giving the doctrine of Christ, if you are telling people prosperity messages, you know, how to beautify their faces, the best foundation out there, the best makeup, the best skin lightening cream, you know, and all of the silly things that we are teaching women. Such women, they will be weak women, honestly. It will be easily led astray. Let's read Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 6 as we close. It says, For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with diverse lust. So you must trust God to capture your heart within the gospel, within Christ. 
you do not want to learn many things and many things and yet lock Christ outside. Everything you must learn must revolve around Christ. You think of the birth of Christ. You think of the incarnation of Christ. You think of the baptism of Christ. You think of the ascension of Christ. You think of the many facets of our Lord Jesus. You think of his parables. You think of his healings. You think of his life. You look at him in the Gospels. Make this year a year of discovering Christ Jesus the more. You know, some couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to read this book, The Incomparable Christ with my family. And I think a year back or so, I can't remember also, I had the opportunity to go through a series of broadcasts by Nancy, which was a huge blessing to me on Incomparable Christ. You know, Focus your heart on the person of Christ. And as you do so, Christ and his doctrine will become what you also will dish out to those needy women around you as they turn to you. It is my prayer that you will understand God's timing for this year and what you should invest your time, your life, your resources on. Amen. This is Woman in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called What Time Is It? Our topic for today is the time when people are needy and seeking. Sisters, as we have entered this new year, I want you to prioritize your time with seeking and looking out for those who are needy and seeking for help. Many women are needy. Many women are seeking for help for their marriage, for their children, for their life, for their work. Many women are in trouble. Many women need help. Many women need a solution to their problem. Sisters, as we have entered this new year, make it your goal to reach out unto all those women. Maybe your neighbor, maybe a friend that you've known for a long time, but they have not been able to tell you. Look out, use your eyes, peel them open. Don't be blind anymore to the situation of people around you. Many people are suffering. Many women are suffering inside. Look out and reach out and become the solution through Christ to these women's problems. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the time that we are living in and for asking us that question, what time is it? Help us to understand the time, help us to know your will, and help us to pursue your will. Help us to pursue your goal for this year that you have brought us into. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. I want to say thank you very much for joining us throughout this series as we end the broadcast today. What time is it? This series finishes today.
we are very grateful to the Lord for the few thoughts that we have shared together. If you have at any point missed any episode, go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. There you will get all the series you've missed or any episode you've missed. You can contact us on our contact us page and also you can download our app on our website or on Google Play. Search for Women in Revival app. On our website, on our homepage, scroll down, you will find where it asks you to download our app. Also, you can hear us on Podbean. If you download Podbean, search for Women in Revival. If you Google Women in Revival, you may get many other platforms where we broadcast regularly. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says to everything there is a season and there is a time to every purpose under the heaven. So we have been considering and answering that question, what time is it? If there is a purpose to every time, every season under the heaven and I am seeing that it is very, very important that you and I know what time it is. What is God expecting of you in this new year? And I am praying that you will invest your life into whatsoever is God's will, is God's plan and purpose for this year. We are finishing and rounding up as we consider what time is it? It is the time when people are needy, are seeking. I don't think I need to tell you, you will agree with me that women are needy. Women are seeking. Many of our sisters are in depression. Many of our Christian sisters, I'm even talking of, they are seeking. They are helpless. They are depressed. Many of our sisters have emotional need, financial need, physical challenges, physical difficulty, health need. And God says, we need to arise to be an answer to the need in the lives of our sisters. How can we do this? Through the word of God. We will help where practical help is needed. But the basis for our help must be the word of God. We live in a time when women are seeking. Women are needy. Women are all over social platforms seeking for the way out. Seeking for ideas seeking for breakthrough and i am praying that the lord will help you to be god's hands and feet to those women around you we are going to read the book of luke chapter 3 verses 10 to 17 and it is my prayer that the lord will speak to us even as we read this together first let's take verses 10 through to 14 and it reads and the people asked him saying what shall we do then he answered and said unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. And he that hath meat, let him do likewise. Then came also publicans to be baptized, and said unto him, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Exact no more than that which is appointed you. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. 
So here again we are seeing that John the Baptist, having received the word from God, he went all about Jordan to share the same. And as John did, people responded, what shall we do then? And I am seeing that this same response of the people in verse 10 was also the response of the people on the day of Pentecost. They asked, men are brethren, what shall we do? So, and I am saying that people's hearts were ready in the days of John. And honestly, people's hearts are seeking, searching, and ready for any solution in our time. John told them what to do. He said, if you've got two coats, give to the one who do not have. If you have food, share with others. So he told them what to do. The publicans came, he told them what to do. So if you take too much, don't take too much anymore. The soldiers came, he told them, stop doing violence. Stop accusing people falsely. So God's word came to John in the wilderness. John received God's word despite the creme de la creme in John's days. John received God's word. John went across Jordan to share this word. The people responded to what John shared. They were told to bring forth fruit of repentance. They asked what shall we do? They were told practically what to do. A generation that is seeking, a generation that is needing. And I am seeing that this is the pattern to look for in revival. Revival comes when God comes down to one person and the person receives God's word and the person takes it to other people and before you know it, others respond and others begin to seek changes in various aspects of their lives and they begin to bring forth fruit of repentance. Just as we see these brethren says, what shall we do? And John the Baptist told them what to do. It tells you that they were seeking. They were needy. They were seeking for someone to tell them what to do. And now the verse 15 to 17 says, And as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not, John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and will gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. So, here now, John having told them, the people having asked, what shall we do? John having told them what to do. We are seeing again that these people were needy. They were seeking for the Messiah. The people had an expectation that Christ was coming. They were expecting the Messiah to come. And at this moment, they mused, they suspected in their hearts that probably John was a Christ or John was not. So you can see that in their heart, there was a longing. There was a seeking. There was a searching. There was someone they were looking of, looking forward to see. And I think this shows me that these people were indeed looking forward to the coming of Christ Jesus. 
Sometimes we think our neighbors may not listen in when we talk to them. Sometimes we think our colleagues we don't want to hear about Christ. So we may talk about everything, not Jesus. But we are saying that these people, they were seeking. They know the Messiah will come. And they thought John was the one or John was not the one. They were suspecting within their heart. So why they were going through this suspicious thought in their heart? The Bible says in verse 16 that John told them that, Look, I can only baptize with water, but there is someone greater than me coming whose latchet I cannot unloose. I am not worthy to unloose it. And I think that phrase really strikes me. As we will seek to reach out to women of various need in this 2019, as you will receive the word from God and dish it out even to our needy friends, even to our needy neighbors, we need to be very careful because they will begin to depend on us thinking you are the Messiah, you are the solution. But as we see John quickly pointed out that look, I am not worthy to even unloose his shoes. I can't. That phrase, unworthy to untie the latchet for me, it caught my heart. And I am seeing John saying, look, I am not to remove Christ's authority. I am not to remove Christ's office. Remember last time the Lord was saying to us, the content of what you give out must be the doctrine of Christ. So John was saying, I cannot take over the person of the Lord Jesus. Even though the people were thinking John was probably the Christ. John turned their hearts back to Christ. So as women are needy, as you counsel women online, as you share our podcast with your friends, and they seem to begin to say, oh, thank you, you are this. Quickly point them back to the Lord Jesus. Just as John turned their hearts back to Christ, he said, I am unworthy to even lose the latchet of his shoes. Oh Lord, it is my prayer for myself and all my sisters that as we will indeed begin to receive of you and begin to give out, Lord, we will not obscure you. We will not take over from you. John began to speak to these needy people that look, this person this jesus christ whose shoe i cannot lose will come and baptize you with the holy ghost and fire and i am seeing john begin to point them back again to christ at the time when the hearts of the people was getting directed to john as the christ so john spoke further in verse 17 that look the one who is coming has in his hand a fan which he will thoroughly use to purge the floor and gather the wheat into his garner, but the chaff it will burn with unquenchable fire. And I am saying that here, John distinguished between Christ, Christ's ministry, and him, John, and his ministry. John said, all me I'm doing is just to prepare the way. I am not the Christ. And I want to challenge you that as you begin to come in contact with the needy women in your office, with the needy women even in your church, with the needy women in your locality. Do not forget to point them back to the Lord Jesus. We live in a time when 
women are needy women are seeking and if you come in contact with them and show them the way out and things started happening the probability to begin to idolize you is quite high it is your responsibility to regularly and constantly point them back to christ jesus and i am praying that throughout this year you will carry this message upon your heart saying what time is it as somebody share with you issues regarding their matrimony regarding their husbands regarding an addiction regarding a behavior a habit a secret lifestyle i am praying that you will be seeking god's heart in your heart saying lord what time is it what do i need to do with this woman that you have brought my way as you begin to see behavior attitudes in your children this year i am praying that it will bring you back to the place of saying lord what time is it how do i undo this may you be amongst god's warring women indeed who will receive the word who will dish it out to the needy women in our time to the needy women in our churches to the needy women on our streets in our nations all around us psalm 68 verse 11 is what i'm going to close this series with what time is it psalm 68 verse 11 from king james says the lord gave the word great was the company of those that published it it is my prayer that you will be in the company of women who will publish the gospel to those women that will be coming your way it is my prayer that you will be amongst women who will publish the good news who will share good news and not wrong whatsapp messages the international children bible says the lord gave the command and a great army told the news i am praying that you will be part of god's great army in this new year who will give out god's command to the needy women in our time in our days the good news says the lord gave the command and many women carried the news i am praying that you will be among the many women who will carry the news of the command that god will be speaking to you as you sit down to take the command first then you will be able to pass it on to those that comes in contact with you the amplifier says the lord gives the command to take canaan the women who proclaim the good news are a great host it is my prayer that you will be amongst women who will proclaim even the good news you will be amongst god's host who will proclaim god's good news to the needy women to the seeking women that you may connect with on your connect group on your facebook on your instagram on your twitter on your whatsapp on your way to work as you sit on the train as you sit on the bus i am praying that you will live this life this year with a mission constantly receiving from god and constantly giving out to others may you begin to think lord how can i begin to be your john the baptist 
who we take your word to many others. You can come on our website, pull out a series, gather a few friends, listen to it together, challenge one's art together. Maybe you need a workbook to work with. Why not contact us and we will see how we can make it available even for you. We've got some that are just three sessions, five or so. Just contact us and it is my prayer that this year will be a very productive year for you and for as many women that come in contact with you. Maybe it may be younger women, young girls that may connect with you this year. I am praying that your life will ignite their hearts. Your life will connect them back to Christ the Messiah. Amen. <music>